podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. And we are back, Bosco's boys. We are in the middle of March Madness. Um, you know, halftime score, UCI 30, Cats 30. Before we get into it, as always, we are sponsored by MyBookie. Use promo code BOYS25 for all your March Madness betting. Get a 50% deposit uh, bonus match. It's amazing. Use it. All the greatest props, best customer service, you guys know it. And also, Tick Splits, use promo code ARMCHAIR for 5% off all your ticket buying. What you see is what you pay, guaranteed seats, guaranteed emotions. All right, um, 30-30. Um, before we you know, talk about anything else, I don't think uh, we can start anywhere before we talk about Barry Brown. Uh, two fouls in, like, five minutes. Uh, yeah. And, you know... Let's talk about Bruce's, you know, two foul policy. Um, for a while, it looked like it was going to be super smart. Uh, granted, you're going in with, with UCI going on a 13 to three run to tie the game. Um, what are your thoughts on it? Me personally, I'm fine with it because if if folks really watch that closely, that was UCI's only goal early. They're trying to get fouls on Barry Brown. They attacked him and flopped on the offensive end and on the defensive end, um, and they they achieved it. I 100% believe they would have gotten his third foul on him, come hell or high water, if they would have put him back out there. But what are your thoughts? Um, I'm kind of torn. I mean, I don't love it, but obviously it was working out well for us. We were doing just fine without Barry, but the thing is you have to be like hyper-aware about your lineup. You can't have certain players out. You always have to have, you know – X in, you have to have Cardi in. Um, we can handle these fools without Barry. We showed that. Um, we just went on a scoring drought for roughly six minutes. Um, what I noticed mostly was every time we had two bigs in, we just got gashed. Um, I don't really love the two foul thing because I kind of feel like just put them out there. Let's get our best lineup out there and build a nice, comfortable lead, and we'll be fine with our best guys. But uh, I don't know. We didn't go on a – what what was it one for thirteen to end the half and that had nothing to do with the two the two the two foul rule I mean it's fine it it was working just fine yeah having Barry on the bench yeah we got into a situation uh, at one point almost immediately after Barry went out and then the entire what final five minutes of that half where we got a little flustered by their matchup zone and we just started chucking. Mike McGurl took three, you know, NBA-style three-point shots. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't – you can't, you can't get sucked into that. I mean, we haven't – UCI is one of the best two-point defending teams in the country. I understand that. But, I mean, we chucked up 14 threes. We, or yeah. Four of 14, uh, and we're one of our last ten. Yeah. 
So um, we started off three of four and then went one of ten to end the half. I And it looks like it would be, what, six of 14 from two? You know, that I'm, that's not bad. That's not horrible. We, we just – we just fell in love with three point shot and just took the easy way out. Um, so and definitely, it, definitely got thrown off by their defensive set, and I, you know, imagine we're going to adjust to that at halftime. But I'm officially worried. Officially worried. I feel like this team is junk. I feel like they're junk. I mean, I know I'm just maybe I'm talking talking out of my ass a little bit, but there's nothing about that team that I saw that was like there's no reason we shouldn't be up double digits. Well, we just kind of lost our composure there. Yeah, I mean, we just stopped scoring and we gave up some easy easy shots. They hit that three-pointer right at the end. Um, they have two big guys that, you know, are like old-school back-to-the-bucket, you know, forward. Yeah. I mean, they're playing two, like, true forwards down there. Um, you know, they, they have one guy with three fouls. They have another guy with two. Uh, as we know, we have two on Barry, two on Cardi. Sean Neal Williams picked up two. Uh, Sean Neal Williams, fearless guy out there, but he he just gets lost on the defensive end if he's not guarding the ball. Uh, I agree. Which, uh, needs to reel it in a little bit. His defensive awareness is pretty bad. Um, he gets he doesn't switch very well, and I mean, aside from being on ball, yeah, he he gets lost for sure. Try saw tries come in and just look very silly for about 60 seconds and immediately go back out. So maybe the moment is getting to a couple of these guys. Yeah. And I think, and I don't think that's anything that, you know, is getting to trice or Sean Neal Williams because back to the matter, they've been sloppy on defense in their rotations and their off ball defense all year. So I, I just don't, I don't think that's anything crazy. Both those guys will have an entire off season uh, to you know, work on those rotations and all of that. So I'm not worried about that uh, in the long term. In the meantime, it kind of sucks. Um, I want to give a shout-out to Mac Mayween. He does have seven rebounds, so he's really having his way. But again, the story with Mac, he's been credited with three turnovers already. Uh, yeah. The rest of the team combined only has three. So, I, you know, that's kind of the story of what Mac has been, you know, some good, some bad, some ugly. Um, and, man, some of those shots were, were pretty poor. Um, he airballed a couple jump hooks. And, you know, that that's the type of stuff that leads to those scoring droughts. Uh, so he was 2 of 5 from field goals. Xavier Sneed and Cam Stokes are leading the team in scoring with 7 points. Uh, Sneed is 3 of 7 from the field. Uh, Cam Stokes 1 of 4, but he's gotten to the free throw line. Uh, you know, missed a couple of them, but he's gotten the free throw line. Cam also has three assists. Uh, Cardi, six points, two of three. All of his shots have come from three. I would like to see him try to attack the rim, but again, they have those two big, beefy dudes, which makes it so tough. Uh, we all know Barry Brown has not even gotten a shot up. Uh, Trice was 0 for 1 with that, you know, wannabe Euro step, got slapped away. Uh, <laughs> Levi Stockard, you're thinking, all right, we might get some good Levi. He's one of two. Uh, he had that one good post move. Sean Neal Williams, 0 for 2. Mike McGurl, he hit that uh, layup, and then he hit two free throws after he got fouled going to the rim. Um, you know, I'd like to, again, Mike got to the rim twice, got it up on the backboard, got shots, didn't get them blocked. Uh, I think he needs to, you know, be looking for that instead of just the quick trigger from three. Uh, he's shown that he has that ability, so, 
Yeah, he's uh, good at getting to the basket. And not only that, but he's like a strong, strong dude. So he typically is able to get at least have a decent chance for that three-point play. So I would love to see Mike drive more or at least be cutting to the basket more. <clears throat> yeah, and then uh, on the UC Irvine side, Hazard, uh, he has 10 points. He And uh, Cartwright has five and Leonard has four. So even everything I said about their starting bigs, their two, their two starters haven't even scored yet. Uh, Jones is their big who came off the bench who has nine points. Then they have two more from Welp. So their points are really, you know, almost 60% of their points are from Hazard and Jones. So I don't think I – mean, that's not anything that we can't overcome. I I will be gravely disappointed if we don't figure it out and end up winning by at least eight because you said it. I think they're junk. I mean, they, they threw up a couple they're junk. They're not good. I they mean, they threw up a couple junk threes, and then they crashed the glass hard, and then they got a couple, you know, fast break points. That's the downside to the way we play offense is we're not – we're playing at slow pace, and we're not going to be a high – like, we're not going to score a bunch of points. So that leaves us susceptible to lead, letting teams like this in for too long. Uh one thing we definitely need to do, whether Barry was out or not, initially, you know, we were making them work for every inch. Our defense was absolutely swarming, and we kind of got away from that. We kind of we kind of got lost a little bit. We need to reset our defensive <clears throat> elite mindset. We got to get back to our defensive basics. You know, swarm them. Let's suffocate these guys and make it so hard for them to get any, you know, any inch on that court, and then the rest will take care of itself. And you know, we got. I highly doubt that Barry Brown comes out <laughs> comes out of this half. He's gonna he's got twenty twenty. He probably thinks in his mindset, I may have twenty minutes left in my career at K State, so we're we may be about to see the best of the best from Barry Brown too. So I'm ready. Let's go second half. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Real quick, some uh, <clears throat> some you know quick stats from fan. He just posted it on Twitter. Uh, the Cats cur- currently are shooting an effective field goal percentage of 42.9. UC Irvine, 46.3. Where we're really getting them is we're turning them over almost 25% of the time. We only turned it over 18% of the time. And both teams are rebounding 31% of their own misses. So, you know, on the offensive glass, it's quite even. Field goal percentage, pretty close. Points per possession, pretty close. It's a free throw rate. We're getting to the free throw line a little bit more than them. Uh, but it's really going to cut. It really came down to turnovers there. If we can continue to turn them over and start protecting the ball a little bit, if Matt can hold on to the ball a little bit, I think we'll quickly kind of stretch it out a little on them, and then hopefully get a little breathing room and close out the game. So uh, we're going to see what happens. Uh, no, has, I, I'm, I would still predict us to win. I'm not coming off of that. Are you still uh, going to hold? hold to your guns and predict a win or are you kind of teetering off that? I still think we win by double digits. That's good. I, I hope so. I, I'm thinking it's going to be around that eight point mark. Um, There's hope- no reason we should not win this game. No, I agree. No I, reason. And I'm not trying to, you know, be, you know, big conference bully or anything like no, that. I got you. This is a, I mean, we're playing a solid team, but our talent is, you know, heads and shoulders above them. Um, it, 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 I would, I, I, I would be very, very upset if, if we don't come out on the winning side of this. So um, hopefully we get it done. 
Uh, we'll be talking to you post game regardless. Unless we lose a heartbreaking game, I might snap my computer. Uh, you yeah, know. for real. Uh, no, we'll, we'll get we'll get uh, back together regardless. So, uh, you know, 20 minutes left. I mean, and again, this this is March. This is the tournament. This could be the last 20 minutes of the basketball season. We could be witnessing the last 20 minutes of Cam Stokes, Barry Brown. I think we've seen the last of Dean Wade, but maybe also Xavier Sneed. Um, you know, enjoy it while while we got it. Um, but hopefully, we got another game after this. But it's it's going to be nervy. So let's let's get out to a hot start and not worry about it. I agree. What's your hot take? Uh, you have one. <laughs> my hot my hot take is uh, you know my hot take is is if Barry Brown wants to be remembered as fondly as I think all of us want to. He needs to have a big half. Um, not again. This is this is my hot take right here. If if say Barry Brown gets a third foul early and then a fourth foul, if he ends up with you know barely being able to play and we lose, it will stain Barry Brown's uh, leg. And again, you know he he is an all timer. He needs to be in the rafters. All that, that stuff. So but I, I legitimately think that will be something that will always. Hey, Barry Brown was so great. He was so great. He was so great. But he couldn't stay on the court, and we lost to UC Irvine. Um, and and that would suck for him because he doesn't deserve it. But that's my hot take. Uh, so what about you? Is, do you have any other hot take besides UC Irvine is actually garbage? Um, I don't know. I, I my hot take is uh, Cardi goes off. Cardi goes off for 15 in the second half. I'm not sure if that's a hot take, but I like that prediction. All right. All right. I'll see you. Talk to you after the game. All right, bye. Bosco's boys are back, and this is the last time we're doing a game pod because the final score is UC Irvine 70, K-State 64. Um, season's over, six years to the day of losing to a 13 seed after we won the Big 12. Uh, and, of like, with... You know, Wisconsin being the five seed, um, just it's funny how it's funny how stuff works out like that. Um, never really were in the second half. Yeah, uh, it, pretty weak, pretty weak performance. Yeah, it's uh, um, you know, I ugh, you know, it it sucks because um, I'm trying not to be too reactionary here. Um, but Barry Brown, uh, again, let me, I mean, I I feel like I'm going to have to use this disclaimer a couple times on the back end of this podcast, Barry Brown, you know, fifth all time leading scorer. You know, he won defensive player of the year, first team, all big 12. I believe one day his Jersey will go in the rafters. Uh, but I mean, I have a feeling this game is going to haunt him for the rest of his life. Um, just, I don't know. I don't want to say pathetic. Um, just a very, very bad performance. Um, 
you know, I, and I'm not, I'm not going to talk about the two foul rule. We did that early in the first half. Um, I, I think it's the right rule to have, but when it was all said and done, Barry Brown ends up with five points on two of nine shooting. Um, and above almost anything, he looked not interested at all playing defense. Um, that hazard kid who ended up hitting a bunch of big threes, that's the guy Barry was guarding for most of the second half. Um, he got caught looking at the ball. He was not switching on ball screens. He was leaving guys open in the corner because he wasn't switching. He was trying to point around. He, uh, oh, God. I, that first half, that first half, Barry being out really threw him off, I think. Um, but here's the thing. He, you know, I, I saw people saying it on Twitter, and I saw – them try to say it halftime, and I heard them try to say it during the game. I'm sorry, but he's a senior playing in his in the in the final game of his career. You, you can't you can't let a first half uh, screw with you that much. I, I mean, mean, sure, I agree. I don't disagree with you, but I, it definitely did, and you could tell from the beginning that he was trying to make up for that first half. He was taking some long twos, and just he looked off. He just looked off. From from the get go well, of the second half, and but, but he here, just were poor. Yeah, we were just poor. That's true. But here here's the thing: the the reason why K State won the Big Twelve, the reason why we we're in this position, is even when we when that stuff happens on offense, they play with this urgency on defense. And Barry Brown did not have that any point in this game. Yeah. He had, um, he had one good defensive possession. And that's when we forced that shot clock violation late. He had one, one of them. It, I, it, it, just, it just kills me because now the, the season's over, and I understand, you know, we're a fan podcast, um, all this stuff. I, I understand it. You know, they're gonna. This is gonna hurt them way more than it hurts any of the fans. I understand it, but I, I just can't get over the lack of. I've never seen Barry Brown play like he cared less until like the final four minutes, and he's yelling in the in the huddle and stuff. But at that point, the game was the game had already been lost before he, he tried to turn it on, and it was all bark and no bite because, like I said, he was not good on the defensive end. And then that, that turnover, the turnover late. What are the you thinking? Is going oh. to haunt me and Barry and everyone for a long time. And, uh, then, and then he tried to yell at Cartier Jada, man, I'm sorry. And, and, and again, it, when the legacy of Barry Brown is told, um, this game will get brought up, but it won't be the prevailing sentiment. It's not. He'll always be remembered as one of the greats. But man, that is a bad way to go out because not only do you not give the team anything, not only were you bad on defense, but then one of the last memories everyone has is you yelling at someone else for a mistake you made. Ugh. Bad It's really look. bad it's brutal. Look. Brutal. Um, um, it's it, just a massive shame. I mean, goddamn. The 13, the 13 title is like all I think about when I think about that team is the main thing I remember is losing to LaSalle. And I hate to say that I'm probably going to remember losing, losing to fucking UCI more than not, I mean, not more than the, the season as a whole, because it's been a great season and I've enjoyed it immensely. But I mean, it's always going to come back to this loss. And it's just so damn frustrating because we were uh, miles better than that team. I and mean, they were fine. They were decent, but 
there's no reason we should have lost that game. It was just lack of focus, lackluster. We weren't hitting the open shots. We weren't attacking with urgency. I just don't – how is it that we're at this point and we're still – so we still get so thrown off by by his own. I mean, how do we not – it's brutal. But, brutal loss. But, it, but here's the thing. We had open shot, shots – that's what I'm saying. That, that we're missed. Like, because yeah. the, the narrative is going to be the two foul rule. Oh, the zone, this and that. And oh, and the other thing is, the other thing folks are going to say is, oh, oh, you know, UCI, it's just started pouring it in from three. They they only hit nine of them. We hit eight. I mean, <clears throat> it, it, it's the, just. Really I mean, the, the, the story is we were poor defensively. I mean, you could talk about our offense, but we gave up what 40, 40 second half points on allowed 47, 48% from the field for them. It's just not good enough. I mean, no, it's not good enough. And then they also made a point to draw fouls, to attack the rim, to be aggressive on the offensive end. Um, I understand that they, they played zone for a lot of that and that leads to less fouls, but man, we did not, we didn't get to the line at all in the second half, I feel like, and, and that's on us. We were not aggressive. Barry Brown did not drive to the rim once. Mike McGraw went to the rim just a single time. Cartier Jada maybe did it once. Um, eh. <sighs> yeah, we really did not attack the rim at all, just... um, which was super surprising from Barry because that's his biggest strength, um, getting to the rim, and he just he didn't have it today, and that's it. That's a wrap. Which is it's a shame, but congratulations to the Anteaters. They move on and we do not. And it's a shame. <laughs> I don't know what else to say really. <clears throat> Pretty gutted over here. Yeah, it it just it just sucks. And again, you know it sucks because you had what was it, thirty two games during the season that it was one of the most fun seasons ever. I mean, this is, I mean, this is the shittiest, the worst part about college basketball is that, you know, you're never, I mean, that's not going to be remembered. I mean, yeah, now I don't want to say, it. I don't want to say it's not going to be remembered, but there was all this goodwill built up for the program, for these players. Um, and, and for Bruce, like, oh my God, because now, you know, every, you know, going to the lead eight, winning the big 12 <laughs> Bruce just threw away anyone who doesn't want to be a Bruce fan. Everyone was on board um, because they had to be. If you if you weren't, you were a dickhead. Um, but now anyone who doesn't want to like Bruce, anyone who wants to jump off the bandwagon, they just got their free pass. And <laughs> yeah, they had Bas a little fodder. Yeah, and yeah. K-State basketball is basically back to the exact same point it was, you know, three years ago. I mean, the fan base is divided um, and just kind of turmoil. And uh, it just sucks. I mean, but, I mean, because the haters now have their – have all their ammo. He has three post – he has three tournament wins. Yeah. Uh, and it all came in one year. And, uh, and it just sucks because I wanted – I wanted to make it to the second weekend for Bruce – uh, because you make it to the second weekend, there you can't have any detractors from this season. I wanted to make it to the second weekend for those seniors, you know, so they could go out on top. Uh, 
but now it's you know it's just it's it's just not i mean you know now all the talking heads they get to run around and say i told you so and it's just eh. oh well yeah i mean if people just, want to take uh, that narrative and say well see i mean i'm already seeing it i'm already seeing a lot of it let's see see what bruce bruce did here and it's just like they're already they're already tweeting out and talking about the the Bruce bullshit, but I mean it doesn't take away from a great season. It was it's very disappointing, but I don't know. I think our program's in in good shape. Yeah, I, and we know that, and we just I mean you just gotta we just gotta move on. Tournament tournament losses happen, I guess. It sucks, man. It's it sucks, but what can you do? What can we do? There's nothing we can do about it other than move on. Give a round of applause to those seniors and what they've accomplished the last four years. I mean, we were in the outhouse when they got here, and now we were Big 12 champs. Now let's take that momentum and move on. It does suck because it's like it's a thorn on the side losing in the first round. It's absolutely dreadful, but I can't imagine what those players are feeling right now. So no, and and you know what, <clears throat> I, I I'm just scrolling through Twitter and it is a. It's a cesspool. Like it is gross. Yes, it's very bad. You know, I and but this is the last thing I'm gonna say when it comes to, uh, you know, I, I do feel like I need to say this. Everyone is going on and off, uh, on and on about Barry sitting for those two fouls. We had our best stretch of the game while Barry wasn't on the floor, and we didn't look good in the second half at all. Like again, I I I do not want. I know people who listen to this are going to say, "Wow, Scott shitting on Barry Brown." Blah 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 blah. I I'm so I'm I, I can't change the way any of this sounds. But everyone who is dumping on Bruce for sitting him for those two fouls and pointing to how we lost this game, like I I, I really I'm, I don't understand what they saw that makes them think that Barry. Playing him in the first half, like for what another four or five minutes would have would have changed this game. We played our best ball. The, we got up by ten points. We went on a damn 10-0 run without him on the floor. Yeah. I I'm just I'm I'm so sick of it already. But it's it's never. I mean, it's never going to stop. Uh, it's never going to stop. Um, it's going to be something that you know Bruce has questioned probably for the next three years and. It just—it's mm. frustrating. It's extremely frustrating, devastating for really everyone involved. But uh, I don't know. People, people shit on you for uh, uh, you know calling Barry out, but it's not like he played well. He deserves criticism for having a poor game, and um, it is what it is. But I mean, it's over now. It's time to move on, I guess. Yep, it's over now. Um, you know, the next time you'll see, you know, Barry Brown, Dean Wade, uh, jerseys and Bramlage on the floor, it'll be before they go up. Um, it is over uh, the season. They deserve season. that. They do deserve, they deserve it. it. Like, I mean, let, but before we sign off, I, I do, I want to end this on a positive note. I saw a couple people on, on Twitter saying, I don't want to hear about how historic this season is. Save that for a couple months. Now, I mean, the game is over. Um, we got our feelings out on the pod. Uh, I'm sure there'll be times where 
Uh, this game gets brought up during Q&A episodes when we talk to hopefully Fan or Matt when we kind of do a basketball ending, end of the season uh, pod. Um, so, you know, we're not going to completely close the book on this game, but let's just try to end positive. Let's just, you know, again, talk about just real quick the three seniors in this season. Um, you know, what, what did those three mean to K-State basketball and, uh, you know, how great is I mean, we, we won the freaking Big 12. So let's just end right on now they mean time. everything to Big K-State basketball. They put their firm, firm stamp on this program. Like I said, we were basically in the outhouse when they came. They put in the work. They turned it around, and they, they stabilized everything. Not only did they stabilize it, but they won trophies on the way out. I mean, let's not forget that the, we, we did go to the Elite Eight last year, which is was a great ride on the backs of those guys, and then we had a very good, very consistent conference <clears throat> regular season and won ourselves a title, and we got to do it at home. We got to send them off in their last game with a big party. It was a great season. It was a great time. Losing today in the first round of the NCAA tournament, shit happens. How many times does this happen? Every year. It happens every year to great senior classes. I mean, we're, we're, we're not the only ones that have lost in the first round before. It sucks. But let's have some perspective. I mean, I'm always going to love these guys. They're absolute studs. I wish the very best to all three of them, and we'll be back. I mean, it is what it is. We'll be back. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. Um, Barry Brown, Cam Stokes, Dean Wade, they revived a program that uh, – you know, saying it was on life support is very hyperbolic, but I mean, it wasn't in a good spot. Um, that I mean, bottom re- bottom half of the Big Twelve, not good, and well, a losing I, season. You know, yeah. So and, I know you're you're right, but I that's it was really bad. We were really bad. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. There's there's <clears throat> there's no getting around in that. You know, that season. Everyone talks about how oh, you know, uh, Elite Eight last year, all this stuff, all this stuff. I mean, but they they got us back to a winning record in the Big Twelve. They went on that run, and then they gave us this magical Big 12 season this year. Um, these guys deserve a lifetime of love and admiration from K-State fans. Uh, Bruce Weber probably owes you know, his job to these guys, and uh, this season was just, it was just a lot of fun. Uh, and again, no matter how disappointing this game is, it doesn't take it away from it. Um, and everyone who are, who's already, I, I already saw some tweets, oh, it's going to be a long three years and all this type of stuff. There are some dudes. I mean, McCall Maywean, while, again, he had five turn, like he had two more turn, turnovers, he led the entire game with five turnovers. The guy ended up with a monster 14 points and 12 rebounds. He's coming back. You know, you hope Xavier Sneed comes back because, you know what, that is not the type of game he wants to end his career on. He had seven super early points and got one bucket, I think, in the last half hour of the game. Then he fouled out. You know, assuming he comes back, you know, he's going to come back with a vengeance. Cartier Jada has he's shown signs that he can be a legit star in the Big 12. Mike McGurl had another very good game. Sean Neal Williams has an entire offseason off to, you know, improve. And then you have two top 150 guys coming in along with two other guys who are going to be high energy projects. K-State basketball, it's 
not going to go dormant. Are we going to contend for the Big 12 next year? Probably not. Are we going to make a run to the second weekend next week next year? Probably not. But we're you got to think this team can get back to the tournament and get back to that point where, you know, K-State basketball expects to be back. And I think, we, again, we owe it all to Dean Wade, Cam Stokes, and Barry Brown. So, 100%. All right, it's, well. The yeah. sun will come up. We will continue to be Bosco's Boys podcast. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I don't I don't know when uh, the next episode will be. We'll be sure to uh, be in contact with all – uh, all nope. the boneheads on Twitter. Uh, we'll let you know when it's going to be. Uh, you know, we have the bracket challenge going. I'm sure. Uh, you know, I'm sure a handful of people might have <laughs> picked this up. Big hit today. Yeah, some of them might have taken a massive hit, but uh, I'm pretty sure mine's atrocious. I, yeah, I was one whatever. of the worst. It, I mean, it is what it is. So we'll have fun with the boneheads doing the bracket challenge. Um, you know, we'll we'll be back. I'm sure we'll. Uh, have a get to talk with uh, KSU underscore fan Matt Hall. Uh, we'll we'll chat with all your favorites to put a bow on this basketball season in the coming weeks. Uh, stay tuned to our Twitter account because eventually we will be doing our uh, year anniversary pod. We'll have some uh, wards, some polls, uh, some interactive stuff on uh, Twitter that we want you guys to participate in before. Uh, we record that, so stay tuned to all the social media, all that stuff. Uh, we love you guys. This, uh, you know, this sucks, uh, but don't look back with anger on this season. Um, it's still a historic. No. It's still a very. It, it's still a great season. Uh, again, it sucks. You're gonna have to take a lot of shit from you know different fans, uh, but you know that's that's the price hey, of being a fan. That, yeah, so. that means you're. That means you're worth something to talk about. So, yeah. So we love you guys. Um, <sighs> it sucks. It sucks. Uh, but you know, hopefully we can uh, make the off season go by quick because I think we have some fun stuff planned for you guys. Yes. Hang in there, folks. Meet me at the Cathead. <laughs> Holy shit! God damn, dude. Gutted. Yeah, that Gutted. sucks. Brutal. I'm like kind of in shock. Like I'm, I just feel like it hasn't quite hit me yet. Yeah, I. It's gonna hit me later. I'm gonna be really, really depressed later. But right now, I'm just like, all right, well, I'm gonna move on. But I know I'm gonna be pissed later. I'm not gonna be able to watch the tournament the rest of the weekend, so I'm gonna no, have to go I'm see a couple fuck of it. movies.
Podcast Network.